What is up, everybody? This is the Super Bowl episode of DWC Season 2. This is second to last episode. We'll do one more episode for the last season about the Super Bowl. Um, maybe something else in that. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. But this is second to last episode of Season 2. It just feels like yesterday we just started Season 2. Um, can't wait for Season 3. We're good. We got some big changes and some big uh, improvements for you guys. Make sure you guys listen to us on Spotify and apple podcast uh this will be tweeted out earlier today um so watch this before you watch the super bowl and hopefully you know your your guys' thought process lines up with ours and make sure that you guys use our picks on win streaks and we'll get into that a little bit later but win streaks is a free app um 100 free and all you do is you log on each week make your picks you get five picks and depending on the points that you receive from those picks, which are based off of money lines and whatnot, um, you will be able to get into the leaderboard and be able to win up to $2,000 in cash prizes. Um, so who doesn't want to win $2,000 for free? All you got to do is make sure you get your picks right. And hopefully um, we have been able to help you guys along the way with our picks. Because um, we, we've been doing pretty decent on picks. So hopefully stuff that we picked aligns with what you guys have and you guys can win some money. Um, but let's go ahead and get into the first segment. Uh, it's just a short segment. We finally got the rest of the coaches hired. No other team needs a coach. We got the Seahawks getting Mike McDonald from the Ravens, the Ravens, D.C. And we have the Commanders getting Dan Quinn, which was the Cowboys, D.C. I really um, thought that these would flip. Yeah. This is the one that I thought would be flipped because Dan Quinn has ties to the Seahawks. Seahawks, obviously, were smarter than the Commanders. And they were like, oh, I'm going to go with the young talent that has proven to be the best D coordinator of football at the, at the point in time of the season. I mean, I'm that's a win for the Seahawks right there, not getting Dan Quinn. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, why would you go, like, you went and got the guy that held... Patrick Mahomes to so low. You know, it was not like the defense was like the the Chiefs did not score in like the second half. The defense did their thing. And you have the guy that that manned that unit. And then the commanders went and got the guy that a second second year or third year quarterback put 40 on him. Like, well, you know, what are we doing here? Um the Seahawks, I'm glad the Seahawks did this. Um, typically, it and it's weird for, like, you to go from old, Ron Rivera, to old. Or older in Dan Quinn. But, like, the commanders just was like, shit. We were kind of banking on this Ben Johnson shit. And then he came in asking for some wild shit. I heard, you know, I heard Ben Johnson was coming here asking to be a billionaire. You know what I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if I, like, fully believe those reports. I mean, he's he's an unproven guy in the NFL. You Anyone, like, a lot of people can be coordinators in the NFL. Not a lot can be head coaches or yeah. at least successful head coaches. So I don't know why his asking price was that much when he hasn't proven anything in this league. Do you think Shanahan walked in and was demanding $17 million? After he came out of the Falcons as the OC, like come on now, yeah. 
Well, like, what did, like, yeah, like, yeah, your offense has been great. I mean, we've all, everybody's been known you as, like, this is, like, arguably the number one coaching hire any year that a player, like, a team needs a coach. So I don't know if that went to his head and he was asking for, like, 50 million or, like, what? They said he also <laughs> interviewed poorly, but you know, you know, it's here. You know, it's here saying someone. You know, I I wasn't in there, so I don't know. All I know is what I've seen. You know, this uh, the Lions' offense has been has been great, um, and but uh, you know that doesn't you coming in and asking for that is crazy if it's true. Like just because the Walmart, the who does is it the Walmart's? No, Walmart's own uh, the Broncos. Just because they got new owner owners is just like that's crazy. That's funny though. But I mean, like if you're a Commanders fan, are you happy to have Dan Quinn as your coach? I feel like I feel like you're gonna get the same shit. I'm not happy at all, to be completely honest with you. Like, I, th- I think the league is really moving away from like retread coaches. That's why Belichick, Vrabel, even Dan Quinn was one of the last ones to be hired. You know what I mean? But I mean, he's like third on that. Like, I would rather have a hundred percent. So I don't know what I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Especially Vrabel. I mean, it's just like Dan Quinn, and then what I what I was because when I when I saw this hire, I was like, what the fuck were they cooking? And then I was looking at his like, games, like Cowboys games, and if he's playing like a great offense, cooked, absolutely cooked. So I don't know if like the offensive schemes, like they can just see maybe how simplistic this defense is. Because I mean, when in the beginning we were like, you know, everybody was like, bro, Deron Bland like slam dunk, like DPOY, and then they started facing good teams, and everybody got fucking cooked. It was crazy. But, you know, the commanders want to, you know, step backwards. They can do what they want to do. Uh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Doesn't hurt me. It's going to be interesting to see how, you know, how much influence he has on these draft picks or whatnot. Because, you know, it doesn't seem like anybody is happy in Washington at all. So, I mean, they could, they could get, you know, they could just rebuild. They can. They have a good. You know, they have a lot of good players on that team, and they can, you know, trade and rebuild. Uh, free scary Terry. I mean, he's he's going to be in purgatory for the rest of his career if he stays in the Commanders. But they, you know, they're going to get their quarterback. So they're sitting. They're sitting pretty. Whether it be Drake May or Caleb Williams. So at least they're going to get a quarterback. And I, you know, you can't go wrong with either one to me. So we'll see. We'll see. But we're going to go ahead and get into the award winners. Um, I feel like this year had some of the most controversy in a lot of these picks. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start with the first, the obvious, clear one. Lamar Jackson won MVP. I think everybody... Besides one person, one person did not vote Lamar Jackson for MVP. Um, I don't know who that is, but they're being a moron. I don't know who they voted for. The only person you could vote for where I'd be like, you're bugging, but I get it, is Christian McCaffrey. 
Other than that, I have like a. I I really didn't think, like Lamar probably should have won it. I'm not debating that at all. I I think go. this. I don't think it was as unanimous as people think it was. Who who would you have put like Josh Allen? I mean Josh Allen, fucking Christian McCaffrey. Like I don't think Dak. Well, even we, Dak had a great year. You know what I mean? We you know they're they're not going to put anybody outside of a quarterback to win MVP. No, I know, I know, but I mean Purdy even had similar stats to Lamar Jackson besides the running. You know what I mean? So I don't think it was like oh my god, Lamar yeah, Jackson I mean, blew me out of the water this year. You know what I'm saying? Purdy's an, an anomaly. I, you know, I don't get me wrong. I think Purdy's great. I think Purdy is a. Let me backtrack. I think per, Purdy's a good quarterback. <laughs> but I mean, you put any of the top five quarterbacks in the offense. I mean, they're they're probably like put Patrick Mahomes or put Lamar Jackson. They're probably having fucking Madden numbers, bro. I think. Uh, yeah, I think Purdy is a solid QB. But it's gonna take him. <laughs> it's gonna take him like three or four years in a row before voters decide that he's worthy of any award. If that yeah. makes sense, I mean, just I because mean, of where he was drafted and how good his team is around him. Purdy, Purdy did nothing to get put in this purgatory that he's in. Besides, like it wasn't like Purdy. Yeah, he got drafted last. That's all right. Um, I, you know. I wasn't tuned into too many Iowa State games, but I thought he was fine. You know, you know when I was looking at whatnot, you know, highlights and whatnot. And but the main thing that got Purdy to the purgatory that he's in right now is having Jimmy G play quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers before him, because you know it's going to be the Jimmy G agenda. Until he wins a Super Bowl, which is crazy to think about that. Like for me to think of you seriously, you have to win a Super Bowl. That is crazy expectations on Brock Purdy, who was drafted last. Like Josh Allen could like never win a Super Bowl or even get, you know, get to another to an AFC championship and like win one. And Josh Allen will probably unless he plays dog shit will probably be in the Hall of Fame. Same thing with Joe Burrow. It will be in the Hall of Fame. But Brock Purdy, like my, and he didn't even have to, you know, Josh Allen hasn't even been in the Super Bowl. Lamar, he's going to be Hall of Fame. He has two MVPs. But Brock Purdy, like, I have to think of you seriously. Like, when, when you win this, if you win this chip, that's when I'll take you seriously. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how voters are though. Like if you're not if you're not running around making crazy plays out of structure, you're just like a fucking you're a bum. Yeah. Why do you think Kirk Cousins doesn't get any respect at all? Yeah. Kurt, like, um, he, he never going to like Philip Rivers never sniffed the Super Bowl is going to be a Hall of Fame. But if yeah. Brock Purdy don't win this fucking Super Bowl, he, he and even I bet you Brock Purdy wins. He'll still have to do more to even like be able to be talked about MVPs every MVP wise. I'll say Purdy in the playoffs, at least the last two games, has kind of figured out he needs to be using his legs more. Because I yeah. think his legs were the main reason they ended up beating the Lions in that yeah. game. I mean, he's starting to 
get mobile a little bit. So people are gonna have to respect it. Yeah, that's what that's what people don't understand. And uh, we'll we'll go right into the I'll list the next one. This is my this is my last talking point about about something like this. This what people don't understand is that um, you can have this kind of like type of offense, Lions, Texans, you know, when you're putting 40, 30 on someone. But when you get to the nitty, when you get in the playoffs, there are so many minuscule things. Like like you're like if you're watching the playoffs for the first time, watching the Super Bowl for the first time, you're like, bro, NFL is boring as fuck. Because all it's going to be is what's going to win you the game is your running back getting 75 yards and your quarterback getting 40 yards on the ground. Yeah, it's, that's what that's what that's what uh, Patrick Mahomes has realized, and I'm glad he realized this early because when he's playing the regular season, we don't see him scramble. But in the playoffs, them third and twelve scrambles, those are save drive. Those are win you the game. Every every like in you know in it playoff that he's played, he's always his like rushing has always been good, especially. Um, Oh my! When he played the Titans, when he like juked out Rashad Evans for like that third and like fifteen uh, rush, I was like, "Bro, that's gonna win them the game." That's not gonna be talked about, and that's gonna be the re- reason why he won the game. Bengals, anything you know, when he beats the Bengals, it's like third and eleven rush. So it should, you know, if if Brock Purdy figures that out early, then I think he'll be fine. Yeah, ultimately, I. Like I said, I think Lamar probably should have won it. This year was pretty it was pretty weak in my opinion for the MVP race, but I don't think it was as I don't think it would have been controversial for him to lose it, to be honest with you. I thought I thought once once we saw the Ravens absolutely blow out the 49ers, I was like, okay, it's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I think with a lot of these awards they pick like MVP, anything with MVP attached to it, they also don't look past wins and losses for the team that they play on and like where that team is late in the year. You know what I mean? And that ultimately is, I think played a factor in why he won it also. You know, I think it only plays a factor if it's close. Cause then if you're like, bro, look at the Ravens, their number one seed, (laughs) which, which I mean, yeah, like we said, Lamar Jackson deserves this. You know, I would have voted Lamar Jackson. I have no, I wouldn't have voted anybody else. Uh, because Lamar Jackson is able to do this with, um, and if if he wasn't on this team, holy fuck, it'd be dog shit. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out Lamar Jackson, two time MVP. Um, I hate the Ravens, but you know, it is what it is. Get to see get to see a black quarterback win two MVPs. I'm all here for it, along with Patrick Mahomes. Love to see it. He's in, he's in now Lamar Jackson. This now Lamar Jackson. There's going to be even more pressure to me now because everyone, I think I'm pretty sure 100 percent every single player that has won two MVPs has won a Super Bowl. So is he going to be the first one that does not? I hope because I don't like the Ravens. If he's on another team, you know, then by all means. But we'll have to see. But the second. On this list that I have, I'm reading the winner's list. Joe Flacco wins Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, NFL, uh, NFL, NFL, NFL. 
thank God you did this, right? I mean, people were mad about this. Hey, bro. The um, the Chiefs, the Chiefs didn't get the right script, bro. They were supposed to let Demar Hamlin get that punt, that fake punt, <laughs> that fake punt run, which was a fucking crazy play. That was a dumb. I think. I think non-special team snaps. I think Demar Hamlin played seventeen the entire year. All I know is, Fanduel and DraftKings made a bag. I just I don't understand like why people were upset about this. Yes, Demar Hamlin came back to life and played the very next year, but he didn't pull. He didn't like play or help his team win you know what i mean like i feel like comeback player of the year there has to be a there has to be like a a fine line of okay it's crazy what he did but is he contributing you know what i mean yeah i mean like, joe flacco came in was thrown to the wolves with a mm-hmm. bad o-line a hurt receiving core and then won four straight games to clinch a playoff berth for the browns yeah, like like that is what it means to come off the couch and fucking do something crazy in the NFL. Yeah, he literally got off. Yeah, like you said, came off the couch, and I mean, this is the most the Browns have ever been talked about <laughs> in in ever. You know, like people were singing AFC Championship, like that shit. Was getting on my fucking nerves. <laughs> okay, that's, that's how. That's how you know great Joe Flacco was, and you know he had people believing. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna live and die with him. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh. I never trusted that motherfucker, but he was playing well in the moment. <laughs> it it is super weird seeing like someone like Flacco. Like this has been your rival for years. And he's just, you know, every, you know, people are getting Flacco jerseys. That's insane. That's, I, I, I can't wrap my head around that, bro. Like, I knew. If, if someone from, like, the Bengals or the Browns or the Ravens came to the Steelers, it's just, it'd be so, like, if I was like, bro, you better hope you not ass. Because <laughs> I'm going to call you a fraud. I say you're sabotaging for, for the other team. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I you know Demar Hamlin. We have, you know we have no issues with Demar Hamlin. He is set for life. We are so glad that he did not die on that field. We're so glad he came back, and we're so glad he's able to suit up. But I mean, if you're giving you, you shouldn't him him like that. I mean, that is a once in a billion chance. You know that he got revived, was able to get revived in in the point that he was, considering he was literally dead on that field. Yes, that is that means its own fucking award. You I know what he should have won? Player shouldn't have what? I feel like he should have just won the man of the year award or whatever it is in the NFL because he did after he came back to life. I feel like he was doing a lot of volunteer work, and yeah, stuff like I mean. that. Like why? Why didn't he win that one? You know I, what I, I mean? Come on, that's Cam Hayward, baby. Come on, you know. No, I get it. I get it. But if anything should have been locked up before the year started, when we know Demar Hamlin has been given back and helping with the hospital and stuff. Like, I feel like that award should have been him over anybody else. Not comeback player, because comeback player of the year is like, what did you do on the field? You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. It's not what did you do off the fucking field. Yeah, I mean, he he deserves his own award for for you know what he went through and how he's able to bounce back. I mean, even him strapping up and playing seventeen plays is crazy in of itself, considering he was literally dead on the field. But I mean. I'm not I wouldn't be comfortable voting comeback player of the year for DeMar Hamlin when he's on the sideline. You know, in street clothes. It's not like he's on the sideline and padded up. He's in street clothes. Um so yeah, I have no problem with Joe Flacco. Um I would have given it to Tua if he didn't absolutely fizz out in the fucking playoffs. I thought that was Tua's award to lose, but Oh, Tua, Tua, Tua. But Joe Flacco, I have no problems with that. Um, the next, my guy, defensive rookie of the year, Will Anderson Jr., fucking deserved. Thank God it wasn't Jalen Carter. Thank God the voters uh, didn't vote Jalen. Jalen Carter, you know, he started off strong. He was he was a fucking monster. But I don't, you know, I don't know what the fuck happened in Philadelphia, but he dropped off and he was hurt. But Will Anderson, I mean... This what, was you know, a, what more can I say about my guy, you know? Yeah, I think it was very – it was the last, like, stretch of the season, the last, like, seven games. When the Texans were in the playoff conversation and people started watching them, and Will Anderson was one of the guys that stood out on that defense the entire year. So I think this one was pretty easy. It was him yeah. or Jalen Carter. They played all the snaps pretty much every game. I know Will Anderson missed one, but, I mean – you could have flipped a coin, and I wouldn't have been mad about who won this. I thought Will had a better year than Jalen, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, I mean, we've known about both of them being, you know, SEC fans. We know how dominant both of them fucking are. I mean, Jalen Carter, I forget who he held up, but Jalen Carter just held up a dude with one arm in celebration because the, yeah. the the Bulldogs were that. And then we we know how I feel about Will Anderson, so. Yeah, he he's gonna be a fucking game wrecker for for a long time. That's my dude. Love that guy. And then this the first the most controversial award winner. We knew it was gonna happen. We got spoiled from it by TJ. Nah, of course. <laughs> Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year. This was, this was, this is still, this, this conversation is still going on on Twitter, bro. It's only it's still, still going on because of the Steelers fans. I mean, TJ was robbed. What can I say, bro? Y'all have been, you all, you guys have been crying about this for this, fucking this, 48 this is the second, hours. This is the second DPOY snub. Oh, man. Trent Jordan Watts should have been defensive player of the year. Go. This isn't pass rusher of the year, defensive player of the year. Micah Parsons, you can suck my dick. Fuck you. What happened in 2018 in them damn lockers? I'll probably edit that out. I'm not. <laughs> but if, you know, the, the, the craziest thing, yes, I think, I think TJ Watt should have won, obviously. I'm a Steelers fan. That's what I'm going to say. A lot of people think. Either or. Am I am I happy that Miles Garrett won it? No. Does it make sense? Yeah. I'm gonna be pissed. He's a Browns guy. And this is this is like 
as you know, Browns, he's a Browns fan. I'm a Steelers fan. This is all we got, dog. When's the last time I won a fucking playoff game? <laughs> you know, they just got embarrassed on national TV by the Texans. This award is all we got to look forward to, bro. This is all this is all we got. That was the one last uh Steelers <laughs> battle. This is it. <laughs> he's got he's got what he's got 95, I've got 90. This is it, bro. Was, uh, this, this is all we got to look forward to for the year. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting anything. I think most people knew about four weeks ago that Miles was going to win. I mean, this I mean, you usually you, you know once once you figure you know halfway once we have our award winners, you got to do a lot to not win it. You you got to like be ass. I think uh, I think this is another award that the team factor and how good the team was. Yeah, what did I say last year? The best, de- the best player on the best defense. Yeah, that's how it's gonna be. And there was no like super standout from the Ravens. So no. I just I, I mean, controversial maybe. TJ Watt had more sacks. I think I'm not even gonna start an argument. We're just fucking. I mean, I'm happy. The, the I'm only- happy. Miles won. I fucking. It was one of the best days on Twitter I've ever seen when that award got announced. So. He deserves it in every fucking right. No, no. I, You know how I feel about Miles. If he was on any other team outside of my division, I would love him. He would already have won it. I hope he, people know he would have already won a defensive MVP if he was on a different team. If we, if we, you just, you just need to look at the, if, if they could just like, like if a defense is ass, but if somebody's just absolutely fucking hooping, bro. We need to we need to look at that. I'm not saying not not this year. I'm just saying in general. Like the only thing that pissed me off about this is that Mason Crosby, not Mason Crosby, yeah, Max Crosby, Jesus Christ, didn't get a single vote. He, I thought he got he, like a few. He should have gotten one first place vote, just one. Like Max Crosby was a fucking was a fucking monster, bro. Plain injured too. He was a fucking game record. But he, he's a beast. You know, it is what it is. I mean, it's it's always gonna be like you can't. I mean, I think they saw like. I mean, this is great for the NFL though. This is great, you know, coverage and whatnot. But like, they're probably gonna get away. Like, my like Miles won't win another one for four or five years. TJ won't win another one for two more years. I think like they're gonna probably like there there isn't that much quote unquote like dominance. Like like Aaron Donald won three of them, bro. I don't think yeah, anybody's gonna win three ever again. Like it is it is really hard. There are thirty two teams in the NFL, bro. Thirty two. And there's not only one generational player. I think it's usually the same handful of players, though. Like Miles, TJ. I mean, I think think Micah's going to win it next year. I feel like those four have been in the top five voting the last, like, three years. Yeah. You just got to make a name. And once you make a name for yourself, you're solidified in any conversation. I mean, but, you know, it is what it is. This is just going to be fuel for, you know, next year. We play the Cowboys next year. Oh, we play. Oh, obviously, we play the Browns twice. Um, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be good for the NFL. Um, both of these 
at the end of the day, because you know I was just getting hot because I just hate I just hate anybody bringing up some PFF bullshit. But it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, both of these players are going to be in the Hall of Fame. It's already solidified. Yeah, they will both be in the Hall of Fame. So it is what it is. We need to, we need a Steelers fans. It's done, bro. He won the award. TJ has one. It's not like TJ doesn't have one. Yeah. It's, well, it's that was, I will say that was one thing that was used again in the argument. So, yeah. And now I can't use it anymore. <laughs> I got to wait for him to win another one. Um, but, you know, we need to figure out our QB situation. <laughs> we don't need to be arguing about this. They're, they're both going to be in the fucking Hall of Fame. They're both amazing players. I would love to have either one on my team. If I didn't have TJ and I had Miles, if I didn't have Miles and I had TJ, I love both of them. Just one's on my rival, and it's upsetting. Like, this is, like, he, uh, I knew, you know, when he was going to get drafted, he was going to be amazing. Like, the, the, you can't mess up a Miles Garrett draft. If the Browns wouldn't have drafted him, the stadium might have, you know, might have blown up at this point. But, <clears throat> shout out, shout out Miles Garrett. I hope you motherfuckers lose next year. But he I mean he's always gonna be great. It is what it is. Um another, the second most controversial award. Kevin Stefanski won coach of the year. I'm like I'm I'm like in between on this because I like D'Amico and I, I get it. But people are basing it. People are basing it off that playoff game, and that's not when the voting happens. No, I, so, I think I, I think whoever should have won that game should have won Coach of the Year. I mean, they they both coaches did amazing given what they were what they got. I mean, Kevin Stefanski got somebody off the little couch, was just, throwing to his sons. And Demico Ryan's it, taking the Texans from you know where they were to in the playoffs, won a won a playoff game. I it's hard to compare because it's like could I mean honestly I don't to me it's not hard to compare. Stefanski had Stroud. I mean, they're going to the playoffs no matter what defense they have. I think that offense would be ridiculous. But if you gave D'Amico, PJ Walker, DTR and Flacco, I don't think they make the playoffs. If Stroud gets hurt the whole year, they don't make the playoffs because he's not a good enough offensive coach to fix it. And I don't think Slowick is a better offensive coach than Stefanski either. No, but I mean... That's my, that's my point, though. If you flip the head coaches, I think, yeah, but, I think I mean, the Browns miss the playoffs with D'Amico as the head coach. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, did we get get? I mean, first this is first year as a coach. Granted, he did get two of the best players in the draft. Yeah, and they traded up for it. The GM did a hell of a job. GM, GM, GM. Yeah, GM was amazing. Like, take out. Okay, so this is my thing. This is my thing. If we're going to talk about Stroud being a top ten QB in the league, I'm not going to talk. Not yet. Which is fine, which is fine, but a lot of people think that, right? Like, a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, oh, he's going to be one of the ones. We can't say 
D'Amico had a rookie QB when people are saying that CJ Stroud is already a top half QB in the league. We just can't do it, right? I, I don't see both sides of that. If Stroud is playing at an NFL level QB already, then he is no longer considered a rookie. So, so are you looking at him next year? Are you are you looking at him as a top ten QB? I think it out of how he played this year, he should be. Now, will he? I don't know. The NFL is weird. He could have a down year next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Teams figure out they have more tape on Stroud and they can work it. But Stroud is, like, unique. I think he's going to be a top 10 QB. But that's my point. Like, using, oh, D'Amico had a rookie QB as an excuse to me is just kind of, like, soft in a way. Would you rather have, like, anyone, you ask anybody, would you rather have C.J. Stroud or P.J. Walker for two games? Would you rather have C.J. Stroud or DTR for two games? Would you rather have C.J. Stroud or Joe Flacco for two games? That hit rate, you could even say Deshaun. People are picking CJ Stroud, right? Yeah. So to me, like the people that are like, oh, he had a rookie QB, that's better than what Stefanski did this year. It just doesn't make sense to me because uh, 99% of people are picking Stroud as their QB over any QB the Browns played with this year. That's why I think this one is a little more of a landslide than people would like to think it is. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Kevin Stefanski won by a landslide. It was literally only because he had more first place votes. They had the same. They had the same number. You know, mm. total number of votes. Um, I'm fine. I'm fine with either or. I would have liked to see D'Amico Ryan's win, but you know, I have agendas. He was a former Bama player. Um, I think what he done, what he did with this Texans organization. I mean, a lot, a lot of the main uh, contributors, coaching and playing, were first years. Uh, winning a playoff game and winning in the fashion that they beat the Browns. Um, uh, I think D'Amico should have won. And, uh, you know, even if it was flat, if D'Amico won and it was still, you know, the same number, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Um, but it, this isn't a this isn't an award that Kevin Stefanski didn't deserve to win. Same thing as Miles Garrett. Yeah, I hate that he won it. Yeah, I think, I think TJ Watt should have won it. But this isn't this it wasn't like um i don't want to throw anybody in the bus <laughs> it wasn't like yeah. dan quinn won the coach of the year you know it yeah. was it was a guy who who got to the playoffs with four different or like todd teams. bowles you should have yeah. said todd bowles <laughs> it wasn't like todd <laughs> bowles won the defensive player hey, todd i mean bowles the coach showed of the out year. this year Hey, the, you know, people are hot that Baker Mayfield didn't want to come back play of the year. I'm, you know, if Baker would have won, I'm fine with that, too. That um, would have made no fucking sense. If <laughs> Baker would have won, I'm fine with that. It's not like um, uh, Stephon Gilmore won defensive player of the year. These are still deserving people, and I'm not upset that Kevin – this is the second, right? This is the second coach of the year. Second one in four years. God. If y'all don't give him the bag. <laughs> oh, it's coming. There, There's already extension talks for him and Barry. Y'all need to lock that man down for eight years. We years. found our coach. We finally found your coach. After 30 how, years. How, how long of your <laughs> life did it take? We haven't had a decent coach since Belichick before we moved the team to Baltimore. Were you even a thought? No. <laughs> I might have been like two years old. I forget when they moved. <laughs> no conscience. 
No yeah. consciousness in your head. Um, offensive play of the year, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, this, you know, slam dunk. Yeah, sure, this you know, crazy. this is this is my if no quarterback. This like this is this would be my third, my second pick for MVP, right under Lamar Jackson. Um, this is just unfortunate that this is what this is what happens to players. Um, you know, even you know Tyreek Hill would have broke that record, he'd still be offense player. He wouldn't even be MVP. It's very unfortunate. Uh, I think obviously a lot of people think Christian McCaffrey is the number one. One number one key player on the team, which is crazy that I running back. Given hey, I love running backs. Given how Reed feels about running backs, the fact that this man is doing what he does is crazy. Uh, I have no issues with this. It's it's funny because I think there's two running backs in the league that I think any team would take, no matter the cost, and he is one of those guys. He's a second. I think Nick Chubb. Not with that injury history anymore, buddy. Well, not anymore, but, like, before that, he was relatively healthy. But you saw, like, and I'm starting to think, not to make this about Nick Chubb, but I'm starting to think that our O-line was actually never that good, and Nick Chubb was the reason. Oh, was... my God. <laughs> like, Batonio is good. Don't get me wrong. But everyone else on that O-line, and Batonio's old now, so. Oh, my God. But dead ass, I was seeing. This man's drinking the Kool-Aid, bro. Like, I'm fucking, like, without Nick Chubb, it changed the entire year for the Browns. And even with Deshaun getting hurt and Flacco, imagine Flacco the way he was playing, but we had Nick Chubb in the backfield. And we actually had a consistent run game. Jerome Ford was lit. Jerome Ford was bad. And so was everyone else in that running back. He got got over 100 a couple times. Jerome Ford, all he is good for is going to be a third down back in this league. He can he can run routes and he can catch, but he is not going to be a consistent. Didn't he almost NFL get like two hundred yards, bro, in one game? No. <sighs> you respect Jerome Ford. I yes. I just said he's he's good enough to be a third down back, but he's and and, and Pierre Strong Jr. You no vision. Hey, Pierre Strong got he had the best vision on the team. He just would fall if someone touched him with a finger. He had no contact balance <laughs> at all. And we'll have to see how Nick Chubb, I mean, if he does what he does, then he's easily slammed up and only come back player of the year. He's a freak, so I'm, I have no worries that he'll be back at least 90%. How old is he? Is he old now? Is he getting 29? 28, 29, I feel like. We'll have to see. Um, he's 28. Know. Nick Chubb, offensive line merchant, you know what I mean? He's a fucking <sighs> Yeah, um, I'm I'm taking Najee every single day of the year. I think it's completely reversed after watching this. I would have said, yeah, we've always had a Hall of Fame line when he was back there, but Jesus Christ, after this year, our line was ass. Yeah, I mean your line was ass this year, but I mean, when in his at least prime, run blocking, our pass blocking still elite, but like run blocking, oh my god, I was like, that's, you fuck? know what that is? That's called age. <laughs> That's age. You got old motherfuckers on that line. Because yeah. that's what happened. Remember the Steelers? Our run blocking was atrocious, but our pass blocking was like top five. because yeah. we got old motherfuckers who can't old. initiate. We can I fucking just, backstep. I just think it was funny because everything about the Browns season was that like crazy Browns fans got mad about, about Stefanski, about um, 
not running the ball enough about Deshaun Watson. Like every time there was something they got mad about, the complete opposite happened, which I thought was hilarious. It was always the funniest thing. Like Stefanski defies all odds, wins <laughs> wins coach of the year. That whole half that hates Stefanski is so mad right now about that. It's just so funny to see. The yeah. Brown season was the most weird season. This is I'll never forget this season, ever. Just so fucking weird, up and down. Yeah, I mean, you can do a lot <clears throat> to mask a battle line. Oh, Jedrick Wills getting hurt. Everyone hated Jedrick Wills. All the Browns fans hate him. I didn't hate him, and I knew we needed him. And I know he's like a top-half tackle in the league. And when he got hurt, it was like that left side was barbecue chicken. And then people <laughs> people realized real quick why we kept him around. Yeah, I mean, you you guys are going to – did you guys give him a deal yet, or are you going to have to? He's on his fifth year. We're, we're going to pick up his fifth-year option, and he's going to be playing for a contract next year. So then he'll be really good. Yeah, he'll probably be really good. Because <laughs> they always do for their Hey, I'm down. Jedrick Wills on a contract year. Dewan Jones coming back fully healthy. Batonio is coming back, I think. Old ass. I don't know what we're doing with Wyatt Teller, but Pochich is still our center. We just need to stay the fuck healthy, and we'll be okay. Yeah, but I mean, that's going to be hard with age. Yeah. That's when the knees start going. Um, and then the last one. CJ Stroud won Offensive Rookie of the Year. This one, to me, this, like, yeah, the Defense Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, controversy, I get it. I'm here for it. I'm, I was in that. <laughs> this should have been controversial, too. Puka yeah. Nakua was breaking records. Nobody yeah. thought this man out of Colorado State was going to do anything let alone take over for Cooper Cup when he was out. I mean, Puka Naku was getting like 150 a clip. He was going off. Yeah, I mean, this one, back to what I was saying about Stroud, like, it's funny because both of these players didn't play like rookies, and they were almost playing like seasoned vets by mm -hmm. the end of the year. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I, wouldn't have met, I wouldn't have cared if Puka won it. C.J. Stroud plays the most important position, so I understand why he won it. But Puka was, yeah, Puka was going off. So it really was just like a – this has turned into a QB award, though, has it not? Yeah. Like if, there, if there's a above and beyond rookie QB that's doing well, he's most likely going to win this award. Yeah. I think even if you're doing decent, you have to be like ass. Because, I mean – Non-QBs have been <clears throat> winning the award uh, recently with, like, Garrett Wilson and Jamar Chase, but, like, and, J and Jettas. But, like, you, you got to – I don't think Jettas won it. But you got to you gotta break records, you know, to win this offensive rookie if you're not a QB. Yeah. And, you know, that's what Puka was doing. I was like ah, – He, I just, he would have won it. He would have won it the last three years. It's just he was in the class with C.J. Stroud. You know yeah. what I mean? So. But I mean, like the second, the second pick, of course, you know, coming from Ohio State, a top, you know, top three program, maybe second. top five. Who a lot of people thought should have been the first pick. So yeah, I mean. and and you know, you know, to anybody that thinks that if CJ Stroud is in the Panthers, I guarantee you he'd be in hell. 
that 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 organization is just needs to go. Yeah, 100%. They need to sell the team. Um, but yeah, Puka, it should have been like Puka was amazing. And but you know, I'm not mad that CJ Stroud won it. CJ Stroud was, you know, amazing. Uh Texans would be ass if they didn't have Stroud. Um, so yeah, Puka, I think Puka is gonna be good. Hopefully he continues to do what he does in the league. Um, I like watching Puka. I like his personality and his grit. Bit of a LeBron dick writer, and I'm not here for that, but he's a goat. But that was the award winners. Um, shout out Cameron Hayward, Walter Payton Man, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Um, the Browns did a the Browns did a four people sweep. Jim Schwartz won the assistant coach of the year. Um, good, great, great Browns year. Probably one of the best years outside. Probably the like, best year. Of, yeah, I mean besides. The COVID year when Baker won a playoff game. Yeah. But, but I mean, you guys got rid of Baker when he shouldn't, you know, he should still be your QB. Go. Uh, <laughs> I'm chilling right now. <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into Super Bowl talk. Um, before we make our picks, we're going to do, I'm going to ask you, who do you think in this game coming up, 6 30 p.m.? Um, are the top five key players on the 49ers? It doesn't, uh, have to be in order. it doesn't have to be in order. Does it have to be in order? Man, I think number one, I'm going to go Purdy. I think, Purdy. He, he, I think he has to play better than Mahomes to win this game. So I think he is the key. So you're giving him an impossible tag. I know. I know I am, but like – We've seen this before. Like Jalen Hurts last year played out of his mind in the Super Bowl. What they put up, like 38 points or something? Mm-hmm. And he still lost. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> and in me saying that, like Purdy has to play better Pat, than Patrick and they have to score. But I think number two is Nick Bosa because that D line. That overpaid-ass D-line at the 49ers has done nothing. They have shown me nothing the past two weeks. Or the past three weeks, I guess, because last week was a break. Nick Bosa is the only one that's done anything on that D-line. And we're looking at fucking Chase Young washed. That ACL injury fucked him up. Um, Javon Hargrave, who I'm glad the Browns didn't get because he's been weak all year for some reason. And then uh, DeForest Buckner, or no. No, Eric Armstead. Yeah, Eric Armstead. Those two big motherfuckers. I get it mixed (laughs) up all the time. But that D-line has been getting moved off the ball. The Lions moved him off the ball, too. Mm -hmm. I was just like, come on. So I think Nick Bosa is going to be huge. I think he has to – maybe just the whole D-line is number two for them. (laughs) Because they need to get Pacheco – they need to, like, not let Pacheco come downfield. Yeah. I mean the way, but the way that they run their defense is so like like Pacheco might eat because they run four and it, it leaves gaps, you know, for Pacheco to run. <clears throat> I know that I don't think Joe Tooney's playing, so we we'll have to see how the defense, the inside interior defensive linemen go. But yeah, I'm with you. I mean, especially after seeing the last game. I mean, Chase Young got fucking obliterated. And he quits on plays. He might not even be starting this this game. I heard something where he might get benched for a new player. Which is crazy. You would think you went to one of the best teams. You would do your absolute most to show up. Yeah, especially on a contract year. Yeah. I I don't understand what's going on with him. But 
Um, yeah, so I think um, Brock Purdy one, Nick Bosa two with that D-line all mm-hmm. attached. And then three, obviously McCaffrey. If they can get the, the zone run game going against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs offense to me isn't that great. It's been carried by Mahomes making plays when he's needed to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't been, they really haven't been able to score that well. And the 49ers defense isn't horrible. So I think um, if McCaffrey and the 49ers can get the run game going, which Shanahan's not going to shy away from running it, even if they're down, which mm-hmm. is what the Ravens did. And that's why the Ravens lost that game. But if they can get that downhill running going with McCaffrey, I think they can wear that defense down and then they can start attacking over the top. Because the the best part of the Kansas City defense is the back end. They're great against the pass, but they're not great against zone running. So I think McCaffrey is probably three. Um, man, four and five. I mean, you could probably say Fred Warner mm-hmm. is in there. He's been getting cooked in the in the secondary. It's fucking tough though. Like, yeah, it is. Any rough. like that's the that's the worst being a. But they they they've already put the mantle on him as one of the best like in coverage linebackers. Yeah, which he is, and he he plays with his eyes. And then OCs are like, oh, bet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he plays with his eyes, and it's hard to cover. Fucking, I mean, who was he trying? I mean, a Monra and shit like mm-hmm. Sam Laporta. Like he's he's guarding people that are gonna be all pros and he's he's asked a lot of mm-hmm. if if he plays he's going to be probably matched up with Kelsey a lot today so i would say he's very important probably 4 or 5 mm-hmm. 5 i would probably say i i wouldn't even say Debo or Kittle you know what i mean i feel like mm-hmm. they're just going to Maybe Debo because of his ability to run. Debo probably more than Kittle. Kittle, Debo's going to be that like game changer, like pace changer. And Shanahan likes to use him in big games, running the football. Yeah, he just needs to make flat, sure. So. My concern with Debo is I need you to play all four quarters. Yeah. I, mean, I don't need you hurt. He definitely needs to play. I would say, yeah, I would say Debo. Ayuk's real close, though. If Ayuk can win those one-on-one matchups on the mm-hmm. outside, I think he I, could get Ayuk crossing routes or post will f- can feed families. Yeah. I don't it, think – see, I don't think Shanahan's going to try to attack the back end of KC, like, just willy-nilly like the Ravens did. I just think it's not a smart game plan. So I think Shanahan's not going to do that. I mean, Ayuk is one of the best route runners. Very oh, super yeah. underrated. Um, I just, I just feel bad that like. So, so my five, I have number one. I have Purdy as well. A lot of people don't. I mean, when you're talking about some of the, you know, the best players on the Forty ers Purdy doesn't even crack like top three. Some he's out of top five for some people, which is fucking crazy. Um, Purdy, my second is McCaffrey. I think everything is going to revolve around this man. And I think the KC defense and Spagnoodle knows this. 
So just like shadowing and spagnuti with shadowing, shadowing and just the overall like presence. Like Alan Christian McCaffrey is going to be insane. I mean, they're going to have someone, if he comes out of the backfield, they're going to have somebody shadow him immediately. Um, three is Bosa, Bosa and the boys. Four to me is. Fred Warner, four is insert anybody covering Kelsey. Yeah. Um, Fred Warner at safety, anybody. And then five to me is Kittle. I I do I do think Debo Debo is super important, but Kittle, it, it that's what I'm saying. Like it is so unfortunate that they have all these players because Kittle is a top three tight end. Like Kittle, Kittle can go off for 130 and two touchdowns at any point in the game. Any point of the game. He's still one of the most, you know, unguardable um, just because of how physical he plays and him being able to high point the ball in his yak. His yak is very underrated as well. Um, he just doesn't get a lot as many looks as the other people because of Shanahan's offensive style. I think Kittle's a fucking monster. Um, but yeah, and especially especially anybody covering Kelsey. Like. Because we know he's going to get his. He's going to get eight catches. Now, is he going to get eight catches for 54 yards? Or is he going to get eight catches for 80 and two touchdowns? That's that's what you have to decide. Um, and then I'll go first for the, the top five key players on each team. On the Chiefs, obviously, number one. We all know number one. It's Patrick fucking Mahomes. This is the <laughs> best play I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it, it, for them to win, it has to be him. And then, and then, if he wins, if he wins this fucking Super Bowl, this is the second greatest quarterback ever. If you already had him over Manning, I'm not mad at you. They have the same Super Bowls. Manning just yeah. has five MVPs because holy fuck! But man's a stat patter. But uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is already is the second best quarterback ever. If he wins this. Especially given the, I mean, like I was telling, um, like I was telling some of my friends, I'm mean, like, the Chiefs were laughing stocks at one point. The Raiders, two touchdowns, uh, two defensive touchdowns. We were looking at the Chiefs like, are they even going to make it out of the first round? <laughs> they, were, they were getting laughed, booed. Patrick Mahomes was doing his thing with the refs, like the offsides by KT. I never, just, I never, I never wavered. They just sat up in the chair and locked in. My picks are consistent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Second to me is Kelsey. Are and then you know I have my console Kelsey this year. Are you going to be a fat fuck at in the fourth quarter, or we're going to lock in? He shows up in the playoffs. <laughs> you need you need to be make sure you get hydrated. I don't need you to fucking lollygag on, you know, on some of these plays. Three, Chris Jones. Reed knows I have my qualms with Chris Jones. Chris Jones could easily be a two-time DPOI if he fucking tried. Chris Jones is Jimmy Butler. What's <laughs> his the playoffs? He's the best. He's the best defense player in the world, and it's not even close. I mean, him the what he does to wreck the game in the playoffs is insane. And that has to be one of like the scariest sights 
obviously someone coming like if I'm a QB, obviously someone coming from the blind side. To me, the blind side getting smacked from the blind side isn't scary because I don't know what's coming. But me snapping the ball and the defensive lineman is already in my face, six five, long ass arms. The fuck am I gonna do? Then we're just lucky that it's a penalty if he lands on you. He lands on me. I'm cooked. That's a broken rib. He's a fat fuck. It's, it's, I'm cooked. So yeah, Chris Jones. And then um, fourth is Pacheco. Because I, you know, I hate Clyde. So fourth is Pacheco. If you can get a good, if you can, if Pacheco can leave this game with 85 yards, they probably won the game. Um, and then fifth, to me, uh, see, I could go with I could go a corner, but I'm specifically targeting this player. Fifth is Jawan Taylor. What are you going to do against Nick Bosa? Uh, not Nick Bosa. Well, you know, when Nick Bosa's on your side, because they flop him. What are you going to do? Are you, or either tackle, are you going to create false starts? Or are you going to lock it down? This, this is... You know, they're going to be sending people off the edge. They're going to have, you know, if Chase Young decides he wants to play football. I mean, these are two top three picks coming after you. Yeah. How are you going to be able to protect Patrick Mahomes? They did decent against uh, the Ravens. It's just the, the, the Chiefs couldn't get anything going. But, yeah, tackles are mine. Either tap. Either one. I think it... I think my one, two, and three definitely start with Patrick, Kelsey, and Chris. Mm-hmm. I think those three have been the most consistent playoff players for the Chiefs the last like four or five years. Mm-hmm. Everything goes through them. If Patrick Mahomes plays well, they usually win. If Kelsey has a good connection with Mahomes, they usually win. And if Chris Jones gets a sack or two and stuffs the run, they're usually in good shape. Um, my last two are kind of up in there. I think I'm going to go with Joe Tooney's backup mm-hmm. because the interior is Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead. And if they can't hold up on the interior, Patrick Mahomes is going to be flushed from the pocket consistently. And we don't want this to end up like the Tampa Bay yeah. Super Bowl where he's getting hit in 0.1 seconds. I was, ready, I was ready to throw in the towel. Yeah, it was fucking bad. Hey, it Patrick's was, better was, than me. Uh, it was Sean Strickland and uh, Sneeko. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick's better than me. At halftime, I'd have been like, I ain't going back out there. <laughs> you know, y'all better put in Chad Henning, bro. Yeah. Um, I think the O-line as a whole needs to hold together for this. And then I think fifth is whoever can make a fucking play outside of Rasheed Rice and Kelsey. Whether that be fucking Miko um, Hardman, Kadarius Toney, Fucking Richie James. I don't give a fuck who it is. <laughs> if any any other receiver besides Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey can make an impact, I think they probably win this game. Because that's been their biggest issue. You, They're you one dimensional. A lot for me, bro. No, I know. Miko is he might be my <laughs> least favorite don't get, player. Don't get him started on Miko. <laughs> Miko's gonna have one play this game where you look at him like you just lost Patrick Mahomes a chance at the Super Bowl. He's gonna have a play like that today. The fact 100%. that he had two turnovers in a game and they still won is fucking crazy. Yeah, and that can't happen in the Super Bowl. You can't do that 
and win, expect to win the game. I'm hoping it's a shootout today, though. True. We need the bet. We need these bets to hit. But the Chiefs, everything around the Chiefs team itself, it's been like 20 to 25 points at most for any team they've played. So mm -hmm. I doubt it's going to be a shootout today. No, it's probably not. Wow. Super Bowl pick. Who do you have? Oh, you know who I'm picking. Chiefs <laughs> win the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes gets his third in five years. What is this, his sixth straight? Oh, wait, third in six years, right? Because mm -hmm. he sat his first. So this is his seventh year in the league, six straight AFC championship appearances, two Super Bowls. This will be his third Super Bowl in six starting years. Adding to his GOAT debate. Adding to his GOAT debate. This will, this, this will be the Super Bowl that separates him from Manning and Rodgers. Yeah, it's basically everyone but Tom Brady. <laughs> the fact that you said Rodgers is crazy. Well, people like to people compare Rodgers and Mahomes Patrick, because of Patrick clears. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, in terms of talent, like people compare him to Rodgers. To Eli that. clears, not <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> He's a winner. He just yeah. the, the thing is, there's regular season QBs and there's playoff QBs. You know, Eli Manning was a playoff QB. He's like the Chris Jones of QBs. <laughs> like the man shows up when you need him to. Rodgers is the opposite. He he loves to pad his stats in the fucking regular season, and the man folds in the playoffs. Manning was the same way. Rodgers is the James Harden. <laughs> yeah, and man. No, I would say Peyton's more of a James Harden. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. He really, he realistically should only have one Super Bowl. Nah, dude, I would love to have Peyton Manning's job in the fucking Bronco year. He didn't do. He literally had like 140 yards in the Super Bowl. That's some stats we expect from my handy Chill out. <laughs> Kenny Pickett will be an insurance salesman. I'm making sure of that. That was some. Uh, who was the Ravens QB with in the 2000s team that won the Super Bowl? Trent Dilfer. Mm-hmm. Where everyone said he was just a fullback playing QB. It's <laughs> so disrespectful. That was that was Peyton Manning that year he won against the Panthers. I mean that Ravens defense was holding. I think the average in the playoff was like three points. Three That's just six fucking points. ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean Patrick Mahomes. If he wins this, he will be the second greatest quarterback ever, in my opinion. Um, I don't think, I don't think he'll ever get seven rings. Never. First, yeah. How many does Brady have? Six or seven? Six? He has seven. Seven? God, Jesus fucking Christ. Seven. I don't think I don't think Mahomes will ever get seven. Ever. I mean, that's insane. Uh, although he is only seven years in, and this might be <laughs> He's on pace. So if he wins, if he wins this, dude, but year, <laughs> you know how bad for football that is. See, if he win that man. Yeah, I know. If he wins this year, he's exactly on pace with Brady in his first seven years. Three Super Bowls in seven years. But technically, Mahomes did it better because he didn't start his first year. Like, Yeah. So I mean, this is literally just going to be a Michael Jordan and LeBron debate. But well, think about it. I think the I think you're right. I don't think he gets there. I think he's going to be more like LeBron. He's going to get close. Like, after this one, if he wins it, I think maybe two more. But you got to think Andy Reid's not sticking around forever. No. You know what I mean? So I think when Spag that change happens, old too. You think Spagnetti retires when a Andy retires? Maybe. I can see the Chiefs maybe just 
keeping Spagnuti as the head coach or something. I don't know. Because who the fuck is going to be the offensive coordinator? But that's the thing. Like, this Andy Reid-Patrick Mahomes marriage is the reason why they are so consistently good. Obviously, you can only expect when Andy Reid retires that the Chiefs itself, the organization, how it's run, is going to go down a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. They'll still have Mahomes, and they're still going to win, but they're not going to be as good as they were with Andy Reid. No, not at all. So I can see it being like the Michael Jordan and LeBron debate. Yeah. For sure. I think I think if he gets four or five, I'm I'm comfortable enough saying that is my goat. Yeah, like Patrick Mahomes, that's the thing. Like people would love people love to compare what Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers, but in reality, Patrick Mahomes is who we should be comparing Tom Brady with because he has more talent than Tom Brady, and he's proven to win just as much as him in the six-year time frame that he's been in the league. So yeah. he's in, you know, just just what he what he what he's doing with the players that he has. I mean, at this point, you can say that. I mean, obviously, the Bucks year, Tom Brady had better weapons, but do you like in the Falcons year? I could, I would still say Tom Brady has better weapons. I think because I think Gronk's better than Kelsey. Gronk's my you know tight end goat. Was it Gronk and Edelman? And Edelman's better year? than better than any, I think Edelman's better than Rasheed. Wes Welker's better than any you know any number two. This year specifically, well, it's kind of funny how it's worked for the Chiefs and Mahomes because it was like he won with Kelsey and Tyreek in their primes, and then Tyreek leaves, and they're like, oh, the offense is going to be completely, it's going to be worse, right? Mm-hmm. And then it gets better. Last year, it literally got better when Tyreek was gone. Not as explosive, but the stats were better. And then mm-hmm. they won the Super Bowl without him. And then this year, they're like, oh, Kelsey's having a down year. They don't have a second receiver option. And now they're back in the Super Bowl. So it's like every time someone says, oh, they're not going to go back there, they fucking do it again with mm-hmm. a, worse, a worse team. <laughs> like The fact we were shitting on the Chiefs for not making a move at receiver. I'm still shitting on them. Yeah. I'm still shitting on them. Imagine if they got Mike Evans or something right now. Dude, if they they snag both of those, Mike and Chris, raps. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're you're the Chiefs, you have to trade picks. I don't want any of those players. And you don't want to give up any of the players you want to trade. Well, this is – it's funny because – it's funny because this year specifically is very much like a Tom Brady Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is doing enough when he has to, but the defense is really carrying him through the playoffs, right? Yeah. And that's that's literally what Tom, Tom Brady was just like automatic. Like when he needed to make a play, the man made a play. Yeah. Whether his stats look good or not. Like that's how he was. And the defense kept him in the game, kept him in the game. Go make a play, Tom Brady. And that's exactly what Patrick Mahomes has done. In this playoff run, and it's very similar. Yeah. Guys, we don't need – if you're a new football fan, you don't need to score 30 to win the Super Bowl. No. As long as you score 24 and the defense holds the other team to 17, 21, you will win. Yeah. And I don't – you know, I don't give a fuck what the score is. You know, Patrick Mahomes can win 6-3. to three. 
he got another ring, bro. Yeah, it's like when Tom Brady beat Goff and McVay. It was what thirteen to seven. At Dude, the end I went to sleep. <laughs> no, but it's crazy to think about that because the Patriots and the Rams that year, specifically that year, the Rams had the number one offense, mm-hmm. and the Patriots had like a top ten offense, and they scored thirteen mm-hmm. and seven points. Yeah, absurd. Like it's what the fuck? fuck, dude. And and I mean, obviously, I I didn't go to sleep, but like, people are like, bro, that was a boring game, and I get that it was boring. But seeing like us, at least for me, I think you as well. Us, uh, what we appreciate with defense, obviously, the show is called Defense Wins Championship. Seeing the defense like out scheme the offense was fucking brilliant to me. I was locked in. I was like, holy shit, for shit. both defenses to stop. These high-powered offenses is crazy. I will say Tom Brady, he ruined an opportunity to have one of the best Super Bowl matchups because that was the year that Goff and Mahomes traded like nine touchdowns. Yeah, that was the catch-up mustard year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And fucking Kansas City lost to Tom Brady in the AFC Championship. Mm -hmm. That would have been absurd. Yeah, that, that playoff rematch. game would have been nasty. Now that game definitely wouldn't have been thirteen to seven. No, <laughs> it's just because Bill Belichick dictates every Super Bowl Belichick is in. He usually dictates the pace, except for that Falcons one. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that shit was crazy. Tom Brady <laughs> just did Tom Brady things. That man didn't miss a fucking pass in the second half. Now he was locked in. I wonder what that locker room was like. Dude, I bet Tom Brady was screaming at him at halftime. I wish Betty, like, we, I, I would have thrown five on the Patriots. I would have, too. I never – and we were watching that at 35 West, wherever yeah. we were staying in college, and I was like – they were up, what, 20-something points? And yeah. I was like, for some reason, I don't want to walk away from this TV. Like, I just you, don't you trust saying, it. You were saying the whole time. You were like, dude, I don't think – because, remember, <laughs> I was like, dude, like – Falcons really about to win this. Julio about to get a ring, bro. Like, let's go. And you're like, bro, I really don't think. <laughs> there's just, there's only been a few people in this entire time of my life watching football where I'm like, they're not out of it yet. And that's Tom Brady and fucking Patrick Mahomes. Those are the only two people I watch a game. They're down like 14 with five minutes left. I'm like, all right, there's still a fucking chance here. Yeah, that, I, I just don't get it. It's like the two greatest football players I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you have to your your snap your like time is so limited because even if you're locked in, then the defense locked in. The defense gives you the ball back. You have to leave a points. You cannot have three and outs, turnovers. Oh yeah, no. In. You have to score. And the and the odds of scoring on back to back drives in the NFL is so fucking little. Yeah, <laughs> especially against good teams, because you can have you have like a ten play drive. Next time you get the ball, all right, we got to throw ten different plays. Yeah, we can't be throwing the same shit. It's crazy. Um, all right, enough Patrick Mahomes meat riding. I'm picking the 49ers to win this game solely because he can't do it again. Yeah, that's they're, what everyone kept saying. Can't do it again. <laughs> this is this is the most the Chiefs are the most underdog, and this is the most I've seen an underdog get bet to win the game. Like everybody underdogs has last year. No, no, no. Oh I think they were. They were, they were. But like this is like like I have i I've only seen like a handful of people bet 49ers. 
it's just it's it's fucking crazy and i'm gonna go 49ers solely because everybody's going chiefs brock birdie lock it in bro lock it it's a in. it's about time the 49ers and shanahan finally won at the highest level but remember who stopped them last time they got here yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at some point, the super team has to win one. <laughs> if not, then it's going to be so funny. Yeah, and this is one where it's like whoever loses, it doesn't really hurt their... Um... Yeah, but the, I mean, this is literally... This is the time for both. Like, Chiefs-wise, the AFC's getting better. A lot better. And the, some, you know, the people... There's key people injured. No matter how much I shit on Joe Burrow, especially in the playoffs, no matter how much I shit on him, he's still a top three QB. You know, we have to see what the Chargers do with Harbaugh. Ravens were number one seed. Watch out for the Texans. Watch out for the Browns. You know, he's gonna um, be actually horrible. AFC's crazy. NFC, they got a fucking break. Cowboys deteriorated. Eagles were fighting each other in the fucking locker room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, even know who the fuck I, the Buccaneers had Baker Mayfield. <laughs> the Lions have a Madden coach. The Lions have a Madden coach, and for some reason, when it hit fourth quarter, uh, Jordan Love turned the switch on, and you know what meme I'm talking about. So, <laughs> you know, this is this is their time. This is their time to walk away with the chip. Uh, and I think I think they will solely because I really don't think like if the Chiefs win again, bro. Oh my God! Bengals fans gonna have a meltdown. Yeah, people are gonna be fucking hot. I'm I'm fine with it, but uh, the Chiefs, uh, the 49ers need to win this. They need to win this. Um, yeah, I mean, with <clears throat> with the people saying like. Oh, I'm tired of seeing the same team win. I get, I would get that if this was a boring ass team. This has been the Chiefs have been a roller coaster, and it's been hilarious this whole year. They've been in the pits of hell at one point. People it were like, "Oh, they're not funny. even gonna make it." They were getting their backs blown out by the Raiders, <laughs> and fucking. They said Katerius Tony is out on medical, and Kadarius said they cap him. Like, yeah, like, he back. Get ready for the punt returns. This is funny as fuck. This whole year for the Chiefs have been funny as fuck. The whole Taylor Swift shit. Patrick Mahomes senior chilling outside. He was like, I don't want to be in that fucking box. This has been funny as fuck. So you'll have to see. He's got the Chiefs. He's never not picked the Chiefs. I don't think I've ever seen you not pick the Chiefs. The only time I'd see you not pick the Chiefs is if Patrick Mahomes wasn't playing. That's it. Um, so I got 49ers. He's got the Chiefs. Very uh, consistent. Lock in, lock in whoever you think is going to win the game on win streaks. 100% free out. All you got to do is log on and make your five picks of the day. And depending on the points that you get on money lines, taking underdogs and whatnot, you'll be in the leaderboard. Top 100 gets paid cash. And you can deposit that cash into your account immediately. Um, 100% free. There are no catch to it. It's a great app. Uh, we love it. I'll be logging in my 49ers, and you'll be logging in as Chiefs. Two two straight years picking <laughs> the Chiefs. Two straight years. Who would have thought? And both of these teams that they're playing are formidable. Both the teams that they play, Eagles and the fucking uh, 49ers. Yeah. 
underdogs in both. We'll have to see how it pans out. But <clears throat> and we'll see. We'll see if we can. You know, we we've been neglecting y'all. I've been tired. I'm tired of fucking losing. I'm saying it right now. Whether whether my co-host likes it or not, there will be a DWC parlay posted tonight. Jesus. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna cook in the lab. Ready for this. We're gonna lose on every single lay. <laughs> and whatever we pick is gonna be the fucking opposite. We gotta do everything because the Super Bowl's the most like lines and bets on mm-hmm. like out of any game ever. Like you can bet on the fucking national anthem, how long it's gonna be, the coin flip. Like we gotta do the whole color fucking of the Gatorade. Stretch. Yeah, color of the Gatorade. People are getting insider information on Gatorade color. That's how crazy this fucking shit is, bro. Yeah, I will be betting today, and I haven't betting in like a month. So this is a perfect time for him to lose all his money. Yes, it's time. And then after this, after the Super Bowl, I ain't touching. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm lying. Anyways, so <laughs> thanks again, guys, for listening. The second to last episode, we will be doing a uh, final episode of Super Bowl, probably about like 30 minutes or less, uh, unless something fucking crazy happens. Everybody gets injured. People, you know, bones are sticking out. Um, fucking the Alabama Crimson Tide walks out on the field and plays a team. You know, other than that, it's going to be a relatively quick episode. But thanks again, guys, for listening. Uh, you guys can listen to us on Spotify podcast and on Apple Podcasts. This will be released immediately, so it should be out before, like, 1.30. So um, make sure you guys give us a listen before the Super Bowl. Log in your picks. Uh, the parlay parlays will be posted. Um, we'll have to figure out if we're going to do, you know, for the fuck of it, we'll probably do, we'll, we'll do a serious one and then we'll do like a fuck around one, hoping this blow becomes a blowout. Um, you know, might have some Gatorade first song of the halftime show talk. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll make sure to get that out to you guys, but thanks again, guys. Uh, season three will be on camera. We'll be live streamed on YouTube and the audio will still be posted out if you guys just like the audio, but you'll be able to see our faces for season three. Super excited. We're going to run some test runs, uh, of course, because it's going to be a fucking roller coaster. But thanks again, guys. Thanks for everybody listening. Thanks for everybody sponsored. Um, thanks for everybody follow and whatnot. And we cannot wait for season three. And we'll have to see who wins. Chiefs are the 49ers. I've got 49ers, and Reed has the Chiefs. So log in your bets on win streaks, and we are out, guys. Peace.